Welcome to a new episode of Dad is Not a Noun, changing the narrative for men of color and fatherhood, as well as changing the narrative, the narrative on the things I care about. My name is Ishmael, and before I get into this new episode, I want to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, J1 Con Animation and Gaming Expo. November 4th, November 6th of this year. This is the place you want to be in Atlantic City, New Jersey. If you love anime, if you like cosplay, if you like gaming, if you just entrench in this world, this is the place you can, you should go to. And for an affordable, affordable price of 40 bucks. That's right, only 40 bucks. For more information on J1 Con, just go to the website, www j1con.com the link will be in the description below go check go to that event it's an amazing event please go and on today's episode of dad is not a now i got a chance to talk to my brother from another mother from the uk dan lish who is dan lish he's one of the amazing artists in the uk in the world he's worked with amazing artists like dave chappelle raekwon the names go on and on. And so I had the opportunity to talk to him about what does it mean to be a father, mental health, and the artwork. And then also, how did he feel about getting a special shout out from the one and only Dave Chappelle? So again, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, always coming out with new content every week. And that's what I do. And that's what I'm all about. And enjoy the conversation. Peace. So for you, yeah, yo There will never it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't Know I'm right alongside you, here but that I'm behind you But always got you, hinder discussion, nothing means more First one to offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours <laughs> And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak A change will partake Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded, prepare you For all of the above that I'm never letting get near you But still in all, give you every advantage I found Couldn't find a better fit for them, along with my crown And since the baton was passed, hopping down Cause feeling's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all Welcome to another episode of Dad Is Not A Now. My name is Ishmael, changing the narrative for men of color and fatherhood, but also changing the narrative on the things I care about. And today what I care about is having my special guest back on. He's like my, he's like a brother from another mother, <laughs> amazing artist, amazing dad, just, just a dope all-around person, the one and only out of the UK, Dan Leash. How you doing, brother? How's your Very heart? Well. Very well, Ishmael. Thank you. Thanks for having me on again. It's my a pleasure. Own. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for coming back on, man. But how's your heart? And the reason why I pose this question, just men as general, I want men to be vulnerable because as men, we often feel like we need to hold stuff in. You know, we 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 live in this machismo world that I don't want to let people know I'm not okay. You know, mm -hmm. I, if I say I'm weak, I'm a, I'm, I'm a look as a punk. So, how's your heart at this moment, brother? My heart is is full and open. 
<laughs> nice, and nice. Resonating. Yeah. Maybe it's because I had a nice dinner as well, and that helps. <laughs> That's true. When you get some food in your belly, yeah, you, know, yeah. you, you have a different perspective on life. You know what I mean? Yeah. But generally, <laughs> no, thank you for asking. And, and um, you know, as, as every day, there's, there's ebbs and flows all the time. And, um, you know, with, with me having, in regards to having young teenage daughters, um, you know, I'm treading on eggshells sometimes on an hourly basis, you know, and uh, so it's a great challenge and, and a great learning on, on all, all of us, you know, that, that's what this is, uh, this is all about, you know, um, yeah, and uh, my wife, she's doing very well, uh, you know, we're all, we're all pulling together, you know, because financially things have just had a bit of a wobble, um, energetically you know we're all just uh, hanging in there uh, and um, yeah just trooping on holding fast and you know and, um, yeah there's a lot of love in the house and i think that's important to have that love in your house but how do you balance you know work and family and especially, you know, coming out of the COVID, because I know when it came to the UK, the UK was a lot stricter than the United States for a while when it came to um, everything being locked down. So, mm -hmm. like, just talk about that that balance. How were you able to balance, or you weren't able to balance? What what during like during like after COVID, during COVID, like how were you able to balance? Like trying to be financially, like try to make money, but at the same time, you know, um, uh, being there. I I would rather not go down that that rabbit tunnel of okay. of what I feel is a pandemic. Um, right. In regards to my mental health, it I struggled because I, I have a very I have a spirit of rebellion anyway. So sometimes I'd make my wife back out the door, <laughs> and I was ranting and raving, and she would tell me just to jump in the sea, and you know, sort my head out. And I, so I did that three times a day. I was blessed to live, uh, live a couple of minutes from the coast. Mm. It's the English channel, <clears throat> which divides England from, from, from France. And so I was in that three times a day, all year round, almost every day. Um, so that took me out of my monkey mind chat because sometimes habitually I'd, I'd run a narrative based on my own natural biases, right. uh, which I'm aware of that. Um, just to try and stop that constant chat. Cause I think I'm ADHD or something anyway. I know I'm dyslexic and all this other stuff, you know, um, that really helped. And just walking the hills, um, still finding community, even though we're all told to keep apart from one another and we've all, you know, you know, if you stare at someone, you're just going to get it or whatever. I, I was like, F that, I'm just going to do what I do. I've learned about the microbiome and, uh, all, all this stuff, you know, and, um, so many nano linkages of of of, of the, the the greater something that is happening. You know, I I just turned off the TV. It's hard to explain. I turned off the TV, all mainstream stuff, even all all alternative. Just stop the chat, bring it in, and 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 try and focus on my family as well, and and creativity, and financially. To be honest, during all that faff. Um, it was great because I just, I just had the book, you know, I, I sort of worked my balls off, for, 
you know, eight years previous and a big tidal wave, then the book and then, you know, and everything is, is happening and and the, <clears throat> and the shout outs from, you know, Dave Chappelle and, and um, all that stuff. And, and at the tail end of that, Sotheby's and all this other stuff. So financially, it was great. I worked hard for it. But right now, it's gone beep, straight. Because wow. <laughs> you know everyone's been feeling the pinch, which I'm fine with that because I'm blessed to have a regular gig as well. Um, but balance, man, I just I prefer to work from home. I was working from home anyway for uh, like two, three years previous. So I was used to that. Um, you know, we were even thinking about taking our children out of school and homeschooling. Um, I mean, I'm not doing an interview. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> well, my, my my studio is in the bedroom, and it's mm. shared with my youngest daughter as well. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, my my eldest daughter has her own room because she was so messy that my youngest daughter said, "Please, can I come in the bedroom with you again?" Oh. So I work in the room as well. So you know, you do get a bit claustrophobic, and when I get cabin fever, I just go out again and just jump in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> I like that jumping in the sea. I like that idea of jumping in the sea because you kind of it kind of blocks you from the craziness from the world. But well, it's also cold water therapy as well, and I mm. focus on my breathing, which is sort of try to in extreme cold is nose um, breathing only. Mm. There's a great book by James Nestor called Breathe. Okay, and, and he's just an advocate of just nasal breathing only. Um, in times of duress, it just calms everything down. You know, you talk to sort of breathe, you know, like three or four in and then eight out through your mouth. Yeah, he, he did all this, all these tests over like a decade or something of um, just nose breathing. Anyway, that helps in uh, when you, you're activated or triggered in a sort of stressful, you know, is it cortisol? I'm not sure that that, that stress hormone, if it's like up. I mean, during all right. that time, man, my anxiety was crazy. And I was, I was having to have, um, you know, a lot of uh, um, mother weed, I would say, just to sort of stop the chat and, um, you know, microdosing and all this stuff just to try and sort of nip the anxiety in the gut, you know, it helped. Um, but yeah, man, it was, uh, it was heavy, it was heavy. Um, but you know, we pulled through and, and I found good community. That's what it's about. That's why I help out every day at a, a cafe on the beach and just for free, you know what I mean? Just to help out good camaraderie. And I've been doing that for a couple of years now. And it was, again, it was just getting good community spirit, taking it right back to the basics, walking the land, um, you know, a, a common unity, you know, which is community. Um, and that's it just finding that seeking it securing it and, and um, nurturing it um, and hopefully that will continue you know so with with that gift of of that 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 sort of psychological warfare with, with covid and all the propaganda and all that it helped it was like a gift in, in learning of just bringing it in and just trying to be grounded through this turmoil you know it was proper psychological you know what I mean? It's um, can't do this, can't do that. You have to question everything. Um, the hierarchical structures, which I've been doing probably all my life without realizing it anyway. <laughs> um, 
you know, it's, it's, it runs deep, but then you have to shut that off and, and just try and just breathe and, you know, enjoy the sunshine on your face, you know. And do you think, um, have you, um, how have you done that with, with your daughters? Because, you know, we live in an age where kids are, are hammered with social media. Like every kid has a cell phone, they're on TikTok, they're on Instagram. So how do you protect your daughters or you can't protect your daughters? Like how do you do that? It's, a, it's sort of raising awareness. My wife and I, you know, we just let them know, you know, yeah, you've been on that for a long time now because um, we, we were both very sl um, slow to sort of uh, give in to, to that, really, the, 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 the addiction to screens. Um, so I just, I've always said try and just treat it like sweets or candy, as you'd say, you know, just a little bit now and again. <clears throat> but it's highly addictive, and, and so we, you know, we can't enforce or be, you know, too sort of uh, strict with it. We just have to; it has to be child-led as well, so so they can help to um, manage themselves. You know, like if you've been staring at it for a couple of hours, you're going to get tired eyes, headache, you know, uh, all this stuff. Um, so it's just them just being conscious. I mean, at that age, they're going to throw it back in your face as well. But, you know, or you just try your best. Yeah. You know, so um, with, this, with the social media stuff, because me and my wife, we don't really do it that much, um, apart from trying to promote the artwork. So they try and see that that residual effect of us just not staring at these things all the time. Um, <clears throat> as the young ones do, you know, they'll, they'll look up at the elders, even subconsciously, they'll suck in all this in, you know, little sponges like we all are, you know. Um, but it's an, it's an, I wouldn't say it's a battle. It's a just, we all just have to be quite present with it and, and just, you know, just be conscious of what's going on. You know? Definitely. And then, um, as I mean, as an artist, um, I know your daughter's probably kind of picked up your gift as an artist or a formal art. Like you want to yeah, they both, they both have, have that. Yeah. Just, um, we nurture that just creativity and that just enjoying the, the, um, process and the craft and i have to get used to dishes our nice cups you know with paint brushes in just paint and crap all over the place and I, <laughs> I just can't browbeat them too much because you know every time they want to create or think i'm going to get it in the ear from dad or something so i just have to try and ease off and my natural propensity is just to clean up after them all the time trying to get them to clean up <clears throat> after themselves is always a challenge. And a lot of the time they just don't do it just to see if they can, I can, they can get a reaction out of me. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have there been a situation where, let's say, for example, you go in the kitchen and you see your youngest or, or, or your oldest in the kitchen and they're creating a masterpiece on the refrigerator or on the kitchen floor. Has there been a situation like that? Oh, that, that when they were young, <laughs> there's, there's been a lot of that. Um, but the, honestly, it's, it's, it's uh, a beautiful thing. The way the human mind works is that you forget about all the horrible stuff, really, and, and uh, especially when it comes to children. And, and what it, it is the residue is just uh, just the good times and the smiles. And you have to dig deep to just pull out all the. The, the horrible stuff, which which wasn't that much, man. But you know, it's, I think that's why, in regards to women, maybe you know, the pain 
they have to go through. It's a, it's, a, it's a natural block and then a numbness and then a forgetfulness. And maybe that's why, you know, it happens again. The same with any bad thing. You sort of move on from it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. So I'm rambling now because I'm trying to work it out. So I'm thinking. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not rambling at all, brother. Yeah. I definitely fully understand you because it's, it's a... It's I don't a, understand it. I'm just... <laughs> I understand it. That's why I'm shaking my head. I'm like, yes, I understand it. <laughs> but yeah, I, but I, I I understand what you at a hundred percent is. Um, you know, you, you see you see if let's say you go into the the kitchen, you see the little one drawing on the floor. Mm -hmm. Your first reaction is to freak out, but at the same time, no, no, like, it depends what it, it oh, is. It no, no, okay. it isn't. It isn't. Um. It never has really been like yeah. that. Um, I mean, maybe because we've always provided them with equipment, art equipment. Mm. And you know what I mean? If they didn't have that, then, I mean, even they probably, I've probably said, look, if you need to do that, do it outside on the concrete or whatever, on the walls, if it's just chalk or whatever, you know. Um, if it's spray can, you know, I've got particular walls for that, but not near where I live. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, but you know, we got canvases, and, and sometimes we break out the spray cans and um, just start throwing paint about. But I always, uh, you know, and my wife is, you know, always just yeah, just create and just, you know, they've they've always been been doing that, which has been great. It's only been like the last year or two; it's been a bit wobbly, but they'll still sort of get into creative projects, really, because you know, it feels nice as well. And as, as a father, what is that beauty of encouraging, like that encouragement, like when you empower them, when you like, this is amazing work, you're doing phenomenal. Like, what, what does that uh, mean to you? Well, what, say that again, is that what, like my reaction to their work. Like, like, like you're like, what's that? What does that feel to you? That, 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 that feeling and that power of empowerment, encouraging your daughters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Work. Exactly. What does that mean to you? Like, as a yeah, father? I mean, it, it um, if I see them sort of maybe pick up something or ask some questions, it's a lovely thing. But I always check my ego for stuff like that because, you know, just um, me, in regards to me wanting them to say something nice because I've given them something. Like, hey, here's my, you know, you've got a bit of the, the nicer talent there, whatever. And then they're sort of throwing back, um, you know, oh, thank you, Daddy, on all this stuff. You know, I, I don't expect that. So, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's a subtle thing really to talk on. Um, maybe because it hasn't really entered my mind too much and I've never really, it's never really phased me that much, you know. But I always encourage them and um, I might say just experiment. I'm, I'm not really too sure if it's that's gonna work because they'll, they'll just find their own way a lot of the time. I try not to dote on them too much, um, but it's always a balance. You know, maybe that's me as a dad, maybe because my wife, I feel she does that more than I pull back a bit, you know, just to try and achieve that, that balance again. Uh, yeah. No, that's that's perfect, brother. And then also just, just talk about what does it mean to be a father to, to, to two beautiful daughters? What, what does that mean to you? Just to be, uh, of two daughters being, you know, a dad of two daughters, but in general, what does it mean to be just a father? Well, it's it's a gift. It's a wonderful gift and, and a blessing, and, and I feel it's for me personally. It's a natural progression from you know boyhood to 
up to manhood and it just seems like a natural very natural progression to me and, and an involvement in in my being having the responsibility of of guiding these two two new souls um, maybe new I, I don't know if this you know we could have a very open-ended chat about you know reincarnation and all that stuff which i'm completely open to as well but um you know anyway nurturing you know them but also sort of staying back a little bit and, um you know because it's very that's the challenge it's easy just to completely drain yourself especially if you're very empathic and my wife is you know i am but I'm, I'm just learning to turn that dial down because you just feel yourself getting exhausted if you just doing everything and just, you know what I mean? You've got to look after yourself as well. So it's always the balance. You know, that's what it is. And, and I think it is. And as I think as you get older, you know, it's a struggle to balance. You know, we, we always try to balance. We try to master balance, but it's hard because, you know, we're just a master of habit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've never really heard it been put that way because supposedly you can break a habit in 21 days but um no i've yet to <laughs> i quite like my habits right now <laughs> yeah, not too, yeah. It, it, it's, it's all right it's all right um and yeah, uh, much more to say on that <laughs> I, I was waiting for you to say something like oh okay. <laughs> and, and, you, and you talk about community, right? And what I love is how the hip hop community has wrapped their arm around you because mm. of just your your love for hip hop. Not just for your artwork, but also your historical knowledge about hip hop. Mm. Um, just talk about how hip hop has wrapped their arm around you. Like basically, you are part of when you talk about the history of hip hop, you're part of that conversation. Like, talk about that. I never really realized that and I will I'll very humbly I'm not even sure if I can accept that but I appreciate that it's facts <laughs> I, I just I'm very like again I'm very grateful and um and I'm not just saying that because you just hear everyone saying I'm so grateful I mean I, I, I mean it um but there's part of me there's part of my character that still likes that keep everyone at arm's length i think uh, maybe it's maybe it's that um i wouldn't say a fear about like a consciousness of sort of um especially it's that social media thing because it's all digital yeah it's all digital so i'm still very sort of not not wary but i'm, I'm at arm's length so if someone says something really nice or, or um you know they say words of encouragement or um you yeah, know they really like this or whatever and, I'll, say, I'll always say thank you and I'll try and get to it, back to everyone. Um, but I'm still aware that obviously, yeah, it's a human being behind this contraption. Um, but it's, there's still that bit of separation there, which, which is the, that digital age and probably me wanting a little bit as well. So I'm not going to overindulge in that because then I'll also I'll be a hypocrite with my girls, what I've said to my girls, you know, a little bit now and again. So I went off on a tangent, but it's still relative to your question. You know, right. Again, I 
I tend not to go to big parties and, and jams nowadays. And I've sort of gone inwards a little bit. Not saying I'm introverted, but um, and maybe it's my age or whatever, but um, I'm rather into, like I say, nurturing community and my daughter's wellness and my wife's wellness. And, and so that party time thing, which I had maybe a decade ago or just maybe pre fatherhood um i don't really get too many snippets of that where i really, I really want to go out and party yeah. and, you know maybe have a drink or whatever or, or you know just just let my my proverbial hair down you know <laughs> <laughs> um i went off on a tangent again didn't i yeah no i'm very good <laughs> no you did you didn't you you were you it like is, you were... yeah i rambled on um uh it, because it is a digital thing and and it hasn't been that much physicality especially because of the those those so-called enforced couple of years of just mayhem uh maybe there is the residual effect of that everyone's like well i'm just going to chill now work on myself and they're not you know they will meet up and just have a little you know whatever a little cipher a little get down or, or just but um, for me personally, it's changed, you know. Um, so I, I don't feel I have to go out and represent me and the artwork and all that PR stuff, right. which I find quite difficult. Um, maybe if it was three decades ago or whatever, I would be out to my trumpet a bit more and, and just giving everyone hugs and pounds or whatever and just being out there in the, in the in, in the, the limelight a bit, but nowadays I prefer um, a bit more quiet, you know, and not so much frenetic sort of. Maybe that's just living in New York as well for a while and then just then becoming a father once coming back to the UK and then just being exhausted from New York and then being exhausted from <laughs> being a father. <laughs> I'm just and exhausted from all that psychological bullshit. Wow. I'm just in rest and re recuperation mode. I think this year, <laughs> I don't as, as a lot of humanity is, we just I, had enough. We just need to chill and just work on ourselves and and um, the bigger picture. And <laughs> no, I totally agree with you. And I'm just the type of person that believes is that um, you we give people their flowers when they're alive, and mm. you know you deserve your flowers. We often give people their flowers when they're gone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because that's I think, you know, we just all get very sucked into our own sort of um, like narrative and, and our own sort of bubble as we move through life. And, and you just have these, these, these beautiful creative people that we just love their music or their art, you know, they are bubbling away in the background. And then it's only when they just like, they're gone. Here again, we left the physical. Um, you think, oh shit, you know, we really should have uh, gone to see them live or uh, or something. So I can understand that as well. Yeah, you know, it's uh, I think it's a human trait, especially in regards of of so-called like contemporary modern society. You know, there's distractions everywhere. So no wonder these people that you've grown up with and appreciated the music, and maybe it's generational. Each generation will love these same artists. Uh, when they're gone, it's Wow, because you've yeah. been you have some shit going on, you know. Um, yeah, 
and and again, what you said at the beginning is opening up, you know, from the heart, and 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 um, it's having that fearlessness of just um, showing your appreciation and, and love for for that person or their craft, and especially, well, it's a stereotype in England. We we've said that we're quite reserved and in some ways you know we, we probably are probably beaten down by uh, uh, hierarchical structures of royalty and uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to you want to you want to get into that the, the queen thing or you want to you don't want to go down that rabbit hole i'm 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 sort of <laughs> uh, i'm not either here or there i'm just it's a person i mean to be honest you know i i was um, a, a, a little bit. I have to choose my sandboxes, soapboxes. We all do, and, and sometimes, you know, I've got one on there. Say, well, you know, she did sign off on all the wars, and she was like, you know, uh, in the case of Jimmy Savile and, and all the royals, sort of uh, protecting this 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 paedophile. Let's put it straight, you know. So, I mean, I don't know him. I know a lot of this uh, tax will be paid, which is I still. This, I still feel this theft under the threat of violence. He's uh, going to that big house in London. I don't know. That's I'll leave it at that. <laughs> that's why with me. That, that's why I asked you if you wanted to go down that rabbit hole. So I, I clearly understand that. So we move yeah. on. <laughs> it's, it's, it's glossing over it, and I'm painting it with a little stroke. But you can tell where I'm coming from. Yes. I mean, I, I'm, I'm quite sort of. Um, there's a word I've forgotten, but um, nonplussed. I'm sort of over here or there. It's sad where you know the family's lost someone that they love them, and that's as far as it goes, really. And so, I definitely understand that. I want to play a quick video. Oh, uh, and like, I want your feelings on the video. I'm gonna bring it up. Well, I couldn't thank you enough. Your artwork is beautiful, man. And uh, this will be a treasured possession in the Chappelle home. <laughs> so what are you, like when you saw that video for the first time of Dave Chappelle holding mm -hmm. that book, I have the PDF out of that book. Mm -hmm. And that's one of my favorite one of my favorite art books mm -hmm. of Thank all you. time, Eagle Strip, as well as the illustration art book that I got from Jason, uh, Justin Bowie mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. His art book, mm -hmm. like those those two are my all time favorite hip hop art books of all time. But watching that video of Dave Chappelle giving you flowers, how did that <laughs> make you feel? How did that make you feel? Oh, it's, it's great. I'll tell you something, man. I I just I was like, oh, <laughs> but, but I had to sit on it for about two or three months. I could not share it or, or give it out to the world because Jay, he went out there, he was hanging with Dave all the time and doing his album with Black Thought. And he was having a crazy time. And, and uh, I think I must have sent him out a couple of books uh, and he gave one to, to Dave. And, and so while he was doing the video, his video shoot out there, which I can't remember. Off, I think one of the the singles off his uh, off his um, the first part of his album, "Story to Tell." Um, he sent me this, but he said the timing, man, you can't post it yet. And I just had so I had to just sit on it for for months. <laughs> and I was, it was because he said, "Yeah, when I release this, then you can do it." Mm. Um, so I, I was very happy for a while, but you know, you just would like to to share it, you know what I mean? And, and, 
just uh, yeah, because it was a very special special thing. I did have a quick chat with him on the phone as well, but it was very brief because uh, he was busy. They were just in a shoot, and he'd been to Brighton. Before. <laughs> That's the first thing that came to my head. Um, have you ever been to Brighton? <laughs> And um, yeah, uh, it, was, it was very. I said, "Look, I'm, I'm really conscious of your time," and and I always say that. I was having a, a chat with Chuck D, and I, I was well. He he came over to have a chat with me after a, a show, and he was doing two in a row, and he had to gargle with salt in between the the, the show. And, and I was backstage and, and just just shooting the shit with other people, and uh, I had a chance to talk with Chuck, and he came over. I said. I said, you know what, just don't bother because you got to save your voice for the next show. And he just went like that and just walked away. <laughs> so I lost my, my chance for that as well. <laughs> so I, I have a tendency of being over uh, over conscious of saying, you yeah, don't, don't, just just save your voice, just take it to do what you need to do. So I don't, I don't really um, put myself in that position a lot. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it's short and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's awesome because, like I was saying before, you have the hip hop community that embrace you because the type of person you are, and and just your artwork. But also, just talk about the collaboration you did with the was it? It was like a art music video with Jay Ch with Dave Chappelle and, and Jay Period. Yeah, it was Jay Period. So I mean, that's ongoing. That, that we're um, we're doing story to tell part two, and it's in four parts or three parts, and and uh, you know each part will be all joined up as well so we might release a print or something of the whole thing joined up because if you if you see story to tell part one it's just a fourth of this whole picture and then from each of the the the, the, the people on their their singles and it's a lot of work and i didn't do the animation that was Olise and and um, i can't remember the other guy they're very talented in in after effects and, and all this stuff so they there's quite a bit of redrawing that has to do, that has to be done. And and then, you know, they just make it all move and do all the stuff with it. And that's just an ongoing thing. So it's always video related stuff. So I'm sorry, not the video. No, it's the, the LP illustration that has to be done in all these layers. So I can pluck out the, the, the whoever's single is going to be next and then create a cover from that make sure all the bits are separated again so it has to be animated for videos and, and for for the the the, the, the um this, this sort of lyrical song video things they have on youtube you know uh, which they're quite simplistic animations but they just run it while you play the song on youtube so all this stuff you know it's a big job it's ongoing um but it's good you know we work well together he's very detail orientated as well we both have that sort of mind where we we like to join the dots, you know, especially with Jay. He's, he's like a, he's like a scientist on that sort of thing. But sometimes I just have to tell him just to loosen up a bit, you know, because I think you're just getting too, you know what I mean? So it's me, maybe it's my sort of scrappiness or that rebellious again, just like, yeah, just quick and just dirty and just get stuck in. So he's, he's quite meticulous of that. So I think we both level each other out quite well. So it's a working relationship. And, and uh, I met him for the first time in the physical talking of the digital age, you know, because we've been working for four or five years, maybe longer than that. And I only met him March, just gone in the physical, where I, I went to New York for the Sotheby's thing, which, yeah, 
which I had 10 pieces there, which was great. Um, met up there and it was just, you always think, is he? I always thought he was going to be short and he's really tall and just stuff like that. You know what I mean? You just think, <laughs> <laughs> well, you think a guy's minute and then you see him and he's massive or something, you know. It's, uh, the screen, is uh, it warps our perception on things. Um, so that that was great. It was that's an ongoing that's an ongoing um, project, as well as as well as other stuff, which which is cool. And, and I don't think I've got any unannounced stuff that I can think of. I, I got one quick question. Um, yeah. One of my favorite artworks you've done. It was a mural of uh, Jill Scott that you Gil did. Scott. Yeah, Jill Scott Aaron. Yeah, that was amazing. Will we see another mural in the future? I'd love to do that more. I mean, I've been talking with, um, there's a, a very well-respected heavy-duty heavy graffiti writer um, here called Arrow, and we, we may be doing stuff together as a collaboration. He works very big. He's very prolific in, in his uh, in his, in his uh, history, and, and uh, he's such a hard worker. Uh, he's on another level, um, so we may work together um, because he he sort of he's got access to to a lot of walls and it's, again that that's a symptom of maybe not putting myself out there as much as I should do um, because the marketing side I guess does suffer a bit. I have a tendency just to sort of like being by myself, <laughs> <laughs> and so when you try to promote. You sort of like, hey, look at me, everyone. I'm like, <laughs> um, but go, but get me out of my comfort zone, uh, which I'm very aware of. That you know, I, it's good, just especially in social sort of areas, and maybe that's an ADHD thing or, or um, being too um, sucking everything up. Very, very busy. It's like for me walking like through Times Square or something, there's so much shit going on. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I need to flatline a little bit and just focus on the you know, inner. Um, but anyway, yeah, so maybe that's why, you know, I'm not really promoting myself maybe as much as I should do. Um, so trying to collaborate with people that are very good with that, that, that'd be a good experience, you know. I suppose even going out to New York, you know, for the for the Sotheby's thing, part of me thought, no, I, I, I have to do all the schmoozing and all this stuff. And I, I got stuck in. It, it went well. I think I, I overthink things, you know, just, just do it. Yeah, I think, yeah, I agree. I think you just do it, man, because it's just, yeah. you just, you have a gift. I know the, the artwork uh, tells, tells itself, but, you know, people need to see your pretty face more. Oh, cheers to that. <laughs> I, try, I, try, I try and be more present next year because, you know, being at the 50th anniversary and I'm totally down for just, you know, collaborating and, and, and meeting in person. I, I might be out in the States more next year. Yeah, so, so, uh, so 2023 is the year of collaborations? Yeah, yeah, and, and experimentation as well because, you know, I love – doing the style that I, I do and I'm, I guess I'm known for but um, as an artist uh, I want to expand and just to see where else it can go and it might not be with an ink pen you know um, 
because we all need to just to burst out more. We, we sort of get too funneled into, um, in the end, meeting the needs of, of the fan base. So, all right. I mean, I'm, I'm very grateful to, you, you know, I'm just eternally grateful for, for just that love and appreciation for what I do. But now I've sort of, I'm sort of funneling myself in. I don't need to do that. I just need to maybe just work on big canvases and do something else as well as that. Not just, you know, so I need to get myself out, get out of my comfort zone and start painting larger. Mules is definitely up there as well, but they are a lot of hard work. Man. Oh. Uh, you know, within our seasons, I've just, mm -hmm. you know, we just uh, got to put the big jackets on or whatever and just get stuck out, just get up there, you know, we do it. Same with that, that Gil Scott one in that was in Newcastle. That's very, very north of England. Just it does get incredibly cold up there and windy. Um, I mean, that's no big deal to me because I swim in the sea in the winter time, you know, but it's just getting stuck in and, and seeing what happens, you know. Because um, we need to see more, honestly, I, I would love to see you do more murals of different, like iconic musicians, yeah, just yeah. iconic people. Just, just like, just, just to see a a, a Dan Lish stamp of a, approval artwork everywhere in in the UK, you know that that would yeah. be pretty dope. I think I think that would be good or a, a good thing to do just as a project. I think maybe just but interspliced with with stuff that's pulled out of my sketchbook because you know it does get it's not a repetitive thing, but, um, it's just good to keep it fresh and just, you know, just flex the imagination, which I do in the odes to, you know, black music and the, and the creators of, of the genres that I'm picking out. There's, there's my own stuff in there as well, which I'm, um, looking into different topics, even like esoteric and, and occult themes, occult meaning hidden, not, right. not satanic or whatever that, that was taken and changed. So all these themes run through it, and it would be good sometimes just to do my own stuff from from me that isn't involving anyone else. You know, it's not an ode or a, you know a thank you project. Um, so that that may happen. I mean, it's, you know, it just depends. You know, it's just cool. It's just chugging along now. I mean, I've stepped back quite a bit. Probably, probably knowing that people are feeling the pinch a little bit more. So, like Ego Strip Book Two, that's just been put on hold for a long time because everything's just gone insane. The prices and, and postage and manufacturing, and same same with uh, vinyl and and all productions on different levels. You know, um, it's all getting affected. So I'm just I'm just holding it back at the moment, just focusing on the family. You know, and just uh, Still keeping creative, and, you know, um, playing my uh, my sport that I really love, which is very mindful, uh, which is petanque, which okay. is French French balls, which is I know it's like it's like it seems like it's an old man's game, but it's it's very mindful, and you'd be surprised how many neurodiverse people are there, you know, from PTSD, mm. bipolar, autism. You know, we're all on the on the gravel, throwing these these big balls to get as close as that little ball as possible for hours. And it's, 
and it's it's really nice. <laughs> wow, that, that sounds amazing because it it's just a, a great coping mechanism, you know. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people who play uh, Dungeon and Dragons, mm -hmm. like Roman, like us that play it because it's it's fun because it it helps with their creative skills. Yeah, that's uh, right. and their social skills too, and, and problem solving at the same yep. time. Yeah. I've been uh, I've been Omar, you know the the legendary uh, UK soul singer. Okay. We play together down there, so it's a good time for him just to cut off, or just to shut that down and just be present and just a bit of camaraderie, and no one's just um, you know giving him too much attention. So it's just everything's been brought down a level, and there's mutual respect on the field, and you're just playing your this very gentle game. Uh, and it's right on the Brighton seafront as well. So you've got the, you know, the sea right there, the big sky and the seagulls or whatever, you know what I mean? So it's a very mindful game, you know, a little bit of competition or whatever, you know, but it's, uh, yeah, I, I spend, I spend probably a bit too much time down there as well. <laughs> uh, playing the music, you know, being passing, just, just enjoying enjoying that moment. It's a it's a wonderful thing. Oh, as long as I do ninety nine percent of the cooking and the washing up, I get my brownie points to, to get oh. down there. <laughs> so, so, a balance. It's the balance again. Yeah. <laughs> You're a smart man. If any men listen to this episode of Dad is not now, the key word, the key two words of the day is brownie points. <laughs> Whatever you get from this amazing conversation we had today, brownie points. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it is there's that, but it's it's having compassion yes. and awareness of your partner can be absolutely exhausting. It's teamwork, you know. So in regards to my 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 wife's relationship, you know, I, we we try and just balance it. I mean, I know I play my game a lot and I'm in the sea a lot and sometimes it does come across as being selfish, but she told me a couple of days ago, people with ADHD trait, they put their mental health and well-being first above any other relationship. So, I mean, I think during all this stuff, I was like, you're all caught, you're fed, watered, right, I'm out, I just need to jump in the sea, I'll be back in an hour. And if I'm not back in an hour, just call, call, call a search and rescue. <laughs> no, it's not like that because we, we haven't got rip. We haven't got rip currents in, in, in the sea. And I'm, you know, if, if the waves are huge, I'll just sit on the beach and like bum jump, you know, into the froth and <laughs> not, not throw myself in a like 15 foot wave, you know, because you're asking for trouble. Yeah, you'll be awesome. Heavily beach as well, so you'll get scraped along. You know, <laughs> you'll be awesome as one of those polar bears, like they do here in in the states. You know, they're swimming that that ice cold water, butt naked. <laughs> no, not butt naked, but they at least have a bottom on. <laughs> yeah. I think you'd be perfect for that, man. <laughs> I don't know. That still sounds pretty scary because this, <laughs> this, <coughs> this doesn't go below five degrees. I think last year it was so cold. And then I was very surprised that this, this woman who met me in there, she said I was seven. 
and I, I, it's it felt like below zero to me wow. but it was seven degrees so it was still cold but not not super cold i'm only staying in there for about five minutes when it's really cold but um, you, you have that mindset that you don't let it get to you so you'll be able it's to all up here it's the breath and and not overthinking it i ha i haven't um i haven't got omar in in the sea yet with me yet he's not no nah. You're gonna get him. You're gonna get him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gonna happen. He's gonna, he's gonna be like, you know what? Fuck it. I, I, I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. He does some. <laughs> he just does the summers. Yeah. But um. Yeah. So it, it, it's. I'm I'm just coasting along with an undercurrent of um, observation of of. We're on the precipice of of something very unique, with I think humanity pulling away from power structures and trying to be a bit more autonomous and and, um, and honest. Uh, and I think uh, on a, the grandest scale, humanity is is taking bolder steps to to uh, walk forward out of the, the teenage years. Uh, you know, and, and mature, and, and and be more spiritual and mindful, and uh, not so materialistic, and all this stuff. But maybe that's my just, maybe that's just my little take on it. Mm -hmm. I I like to look at the overarching thing, and in this big wobble, everyone's frightened. All shit was going to happen, and they all they all want their savior. Scott, bring it in here. It's, that's where it is. There's no external savior. The governments aren't going to do shit. Yeah, you know, I don't even want to just right now. I want to keep it positive. <laughs> you have to, and I think one thing, brother, is that as an artist, as a musician, people that's in entertainment, you 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 have a great responsibility because I look at you guys as historians. Because at the end of the day, when they look about, when they look at this generation or past generations, they're gonna look at what's been written down. Like what do they see visual, music-wise? Music often is the the theme of the time period. So I, to me personally, like yourself and other artists, you play a major role in that world because again, you guys are the historians, especially for hip hop. Like mm -hmm. you are one of the like historians when it comes to the art of, of art and mm -hmm. people looking to the past and things like that. No, I appreciate that that take on it because I never really saw it like that. But I think it's a generational thing, isn't it? Because I think in regards to writing my book, I was talking or I was expressing myself as, a, I guess, a middle-aged man that had just grown up with it all the way, you know, to this point. Um, and so it's like, that's why it was in chronological order, really. I, I felt comfortable that way. And that's the way we just look at this timeline of, of multiple things, don't we? And, um, I don't know where I'm going with this now, but I think it, it's maybe inevitable that um, a couple of generations will, will um, in the future, might look back and, and just see this collection of, artworks or whatever I'm, I'm not really sure i don't i never really thought that that's the first time i really ever thought of it 
I try and keep myself. I don't try not to protect myself too much in the future. I just right. do what I, I feel is 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 honest and 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 creative and and, and expressive. You know, even if it, I was going to say, I was even going to say, if it, even if it offends people, but I'm not sure. I'm not intentionally doing anything like that. I'm just expressing, you know, one the gratitude to the the appreciation of their craft and and what it's done for me as a man <clears throat> through all my phases in life and 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 if their music so, sometimes you know it still resonates to this day but i realize that some don't but i still have respect for that craft even though say like for some reason let me just throw something out there like um uh, like an electro funk tune, like maybe Pac Jam, Johns and Crew, or something. Right. You know, I did, I did one of that, one of them, and I just, I felt myself right back in there again, trying to learn the King Tut and, and right. just like, you know, <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Right. Uh, very eighties. I try to bring that through, um, but I don't. I hardly ever listen to that. But I know it's a classic. Right. But I don't. I. I, I I might not listen to that for over 10, 15, 20 years, but I'm still doing an ode to that because in that epoch it meant a hell of a lot to me then, you know, so it's, uh, it's just plucking out these strange anomalous sort of memories and weird stuff and the grandeur of it all, you know, we, me personally, I could still go back to when I was 14 and, and resurrect that feeling of just like, <gasps> You know, like you've stumbled on something very magical, right. and and it might have been just watching Style Wars for the first time or something like that. Where you know, but you still got that. And I, I, I don't need to. I haven't watched that movie in right. twenty five years, but I know I, I still love it, and I watch it, and it will bring back all that stuff. It's a strange, real strange phenomenon that we we have, and I, I try not to dwell on nostalgia because i want to be in the present but it happens because <laughs> all my shit i'm drawing is all from the past <laughs> and i'm not really in regards to to, to hip-hop or rap i mean culturally you know um i'm there 100 percent um and i'm aware of you know like say if we're talking in elements you know broken down in all the elements with with rappers Obviously, it's the most commercial and successful, but I'm not really keeping up with the latest. I mean, it's, it's more eclectic now from my DJ history and having the love for music all over the world and contemporary or all old. But um, I think it's had, as as Marley Miles said, you know, his wheel wheel has been made. You know, he he you can't really you can't really taking too much out there in the cosmos you know he's just got his, his taste has been refined now yeah. and as you age as a man as well your taste refines um slowly sort of gets carved each year into this your unique shape so i can't i just don't go there with some styles it has no emotional resonance or, or anything doesn't doesn't vibe with me at all so i don't force it and if i'm if i'm djing out it's just going to be i guess you put it in the category of just old school you know <laughs> uh, with maybe a little bit of contemporary yeah. and it wouldn't be, be hip-hop 
uh, it would probably be sort of like jazz, uh, the new jazz fusion, neo neo soul sort of like um, broken beat. What, what it, you can't really even put it in a, a category. That's the music I like, you know. And that's with the beauty of hip hop at that time. It was just changing on a like bi monthly basis, yeah. especially in the in in the in the eighties, you know, up to the nineties or whatever. If you at that age or era, so, um, just changed so quickly and styles just dropped and then just you know so tapping into that it, you know that brings sort of energy and and a bit of juice and into the into the artwork as well definitely and what the hell was i talking about then i was just jumping all no over. no you 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 hit the <laughs> No, you 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 hit the nail on the no no you hit the nail, you, you hit the nail on the you, you hit the nail on it um because uh again like we're saying is that like artists are historians and I know you don't see yourself that way but I see you that way because again you have that mirror of Joe Gil Scott and the little kids walking down the street and he's pointing at that and his father's or mom's like who's that Oh, that's Gil Scott. Who's that? Mm -hmm. And then that's when the conversation takes place. Yeah. And that's how that little kid learns about Gil Scott and how Gil Scott is significant to, to yeah. the legacy of hip hop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, that was for a, a, a poetry event uh, at Gateshead um, about spoken word. And um so i was invited up there then to to do that mural which was you know it's a great experience um yeah i'd, I'd love to do that more so i've got to try and focus on on maybe sort of hitting up local councils or, or even ask friends that are more prolific in that i'm not sure if you're aware of uh um dref Nikwai to saying he's a he's a he's an artist an English artist of African heritage okay. but we're old friends and uh, we used to dance together and, and DJ together do pieces together uh, and he's he's uh, doing really well with huge murals as well okay. um, they're appearing on the TV and all this stuff so I should yeah I should speak to Dref and. Uh, Ask him how, how, how I can approach sort of local councils or you know to do that, make it more of a thing. That'll yeah. be true, man. Yeah, that, thanks for that. That's your work for twenty for your twenty twenty three. Get out of the house more and collaborate. Well, I do get out of the house more. I'm not saying I'm <laughs> in the house, but um, you know, it's not doing I mean, I am doing my artwork, but I need to get away and get out of the fresh air. I'm a country boy, you know, I need that sunshine on my skin or yeah. around the fresh air, you know, being consumed um, by nature, and which is difficult in a, in, a, in any urban like setting, isn't it? City, town, or whatever. I mean, they say Brighton's a, a city, but it's more like a big town to me. Um, yeah, I've got to work on that get out it's about getting out the comfort zone isn't it yes it is sir you, you carve a little niche and you can roll in that for a while it's ah, oh, this is nice and nice routine but it's like putting yourself out of that and trying trying some something different and 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 i hope this interview kind of help you with that kind of that give you that breakthrough moment that aha moment like you know what 
yeah, it's, it's kind of right. So, mm. but if you don't want to give me the credit, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you put yourself very, very, yeah, had a lot of style that one. Right? Just uh, you landed that one right in there. Yeah. <laughs> Very on the spot, yeah. That was well crafted. Thank you, Dax. I've been doing this for years, man. So yeah. I, I think yeah. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm not. I'm okay. I'm not like the greatest, but I think I do a pretty good job. Yeah, I'm not being conceited. To, to be to be honest, you, you're one of, of quite a few that have said, "Look, come on, man, Paul. You know, just start working big." And I think it's just you know, it, it will happen. It does happen. But it's it's just been a bit too. Few and far between, so you know, I'll, I'll pull my finger out. Oh man, you got this, man. You, I'm, a, I'm like your number one fan. I'm always liking what you're coming out with. Um, before we end the episode, do you have anything going on that you want to promote? Um, you want to promote the website? I, I got the, I, I popped up the link. I, I popped up the grab your um, website so the people can see it on the screen. Yeah. I, well, maybe just yeah, just the Instagram would be good. Just Danlish uh, one on Instagram, uh, Facebook. You know, I'm on there. I'll just sort of, you know now and again. But so I think it's mainly Instagram. Um, projects I'm promoting really is just I'm just doing a book on this ancient historical site called Gobekli Tepe. Uh, which is very interesting for this uh, little beautiful little book public public uh, publishers called uh, Wooden Books, and they do uh, very lovely little small forty-eight page, always black and white books. Um, so I'm doing a little book for them at the moment. <clears throat> it was it was this site that in 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 Turkey that was purposely buried over 12,000 years ago with all these huge standing stones that, and there's it goes on for acres it's all buried you know and it's just been unearthing it a lot since the 90s but not a lot spoken on it so i'm doing a little book on that and uh that's just bubbling away on the surface still doing ego strip book too but i'm not sure when that's going to uh, come out i mean all the artwork's done it's just having a slog through getting into the right mind state of right of, of set of writing um, and picking my time to do that, so it's taken quite a while, but I'm, I'm pecking away at that. And uh, J period stuff still, still going well. Uh, new singles coming out, yeah, that's I can't really say on that, but a lot of singles from chapter one, working on chapter two now, and chapter three soon. Um, just I think just getting ready for, for 2023, really, you know, for the, for the anniversary. Um, you know, uh, gonna get more original pieces done for more gallery shows. Um, so I'm working on um, George George Clinton Sly and James uh, nice. illustration, which I'm preparing to paint. Um, and yeah, there's quite a few other little things bubbling there. You know, um, nice, nice. And all those, uh, all the links will be in the description below. Please follow this amazing artist, this amazing human being. Thank Dan, you. thank you, brother. I appreciate you for jumping on with me. Um, I know that Sunday's supposed to be your rest day, so I, I, I appreciate you spending like an hour with me. Thank, thank you, you so much. And we're out. Peace. Thank you, Isha. Isha.
All the best, brother. Thank you. So for you, yeah, yeah. There whenever it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't Know I'm right alongside you, here but that I am behind you But always got you, end of discussion, nothing means more First wanna offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak To change what a partake Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded, prepare you For all of the above that I'm never letting get near you But still in all, give you every advantage I found Couldn't find a better fit for them, along with my crown And since the baton was passed, I've been down Cause failing's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all